This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Aerslia, Slierion. Boy, that was tough to say. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Episode 100 of Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Uh, get a free book that you get to keep, whether you stay a member or not. They've got thousands of books to choose from. I am going to recommend a book to you today, and that book is Snow Crash by Neil Stevenson. Fantastic uh, sci-fi book. Really, really good. If you have never read that book, you can get it for free. And you can get that for free by go- heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash audible and sign up. It costs you absolutely nothing. You directly support the podcast and you get a free book. And then you cancel and you get to keep the book afterwards. And you get to keep the book forever, basically. So what I do is I'll subscribe for a cup for a few months and uh, I'll build up some credits to buy to get books through uh, Audible and I'll cancel my subscription uh, while I get through the books because the books are you get a lot of content for very little money. Uh, so I recommend Audible. Head on over to pay, um, shoot uh, runjumpstomp.com/audible and get your free book today. Okie dokie. That's right, everybody. Episode 100. Feels like I just started this podcast uh, a couple of months ago. And that's because I did. You know, I I started the podcast right as soon as they um, called the Switch or named the Switch what it was. Uh, I said, oh my gosh, Switchcraft is exactly what I, what I, a great title for a podcast about the Nintendo Switch. And so I immediately made like a two minute episode or something and posted it. Uh, so that was back in October last year, uh, when they announced it. And then, you know, my first 10 episodes were, were pretty, um, sporadic. Like I didn't, there wasn't a lot of news to talk about. Uh, and it wasn't until after the switch was out and, uh, we were, I was playing a whole lot of Zelda that I decided to bring the show, uh, and do it regular three times a week. And here we are at episode 100. I've only been recording it live for a little while, uh, but there's people that show up, and it's fantastic. And Switchcraft is recorded three times a week at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and also on Saturdays at whatever time the universe lets me. And you can tune in just like these fine people did at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And we've got a whole bunch of people here uh, hanging out with me, so I'm scrolling back up because we've been talking for a little bit. Uh, so we've got Aerslia, Vaxer is here, uh, scrolling down, uh, Link31254 is here, we've got um, Mangotree93 for the first time here at the at the live podcast, uh, TF Wagner is here, Joel Mead 24 is also here, scrolling some more, we've got Royal Leo Wolf has joined us, uh, Aerslia, no I said Aerslia, um, Anybody else that I missed? Bravd is here. Not Scash is here. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Awate86 is here. And uh, there's also a whole bunch of lurkers that are also here that, you know, they don't say anything, but I can see that you're here. And I just appreciate everyone coming by and hanging out with me while I record live and giving me the feedback that makes the show better. Uh, Kodiak Moonwolf. Oh my gosh, I forgot him. 
<laughs> your name your name kind of blended in on on uh, chatty. I'm sorry about that, man. Uh, Kodiak Moonwolf, the mod of all mods. It should be Kodiak Moonbot, really, because this guy runs he runs the show on multiple streams. Uh, and Daz, no, I said Daz, didn't I? <laughs> oh my goodness, it's hard when you're scrolling, guys. I'm sorry if I didn't say your name. Just make sure that you say something in the next couple of minutes, and I'll make sure that I I shout you out. So thank you guys so much for being here live. Again, the address is twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Thank you for um, giving me the feedback that makes the show better. I've got a new review on Apple Podcasts from Liquid Ice. That's Liquid 1CE. They said five stars. This is my favorite Nintendo Switch podcast. Run Jump Stomp is very good at what he does, except for apparently reading chat. Uh, So professional and yet not boring at all. I hope I worded that correctly. I recommend this podcast. Keep up the good work. And if you want to help out just like Liquid Ice did, head on over to Apple Podcasts and review the show. It doesn't cost you anything, and it helps. It really does. You can also email me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can tweet at me at runjumpstomp. I got a tweet from ASA Pod Carding. They said, just subscribed. I need advice on my next Switch game to purchase. I have very specific criteria, and I want to see if you have any ideas. I want a game to play with my wife. She likes a very narrow window of games. She likes Lego games, but only from movies familiar to her. She likes side-scrollers, but no 3D, which is kind of confusing to me because Lego games are are 3D games. Uh, she She loved played Mario Brothers Wii together. So much fun. And Lego Star Wars bonded over that game. And the final caveat, it must be two players so we can play together. Any ideas? Thanks. Uh, Well, thank you so much for uh, asking me. Uh, First off, I know that you said that she only likes games, uh, Lego games from movies familiar to her. I would actually recommend that if she likes Lego games to check out Lego City Undercover. It's not based on on anything else. It is an original property and it's fantastic. But... Uh, in order to answer all of your criteria, I would say that your best bet would probably be Shovel Knight. My son and I played through Shovel Knight, and it is an amazing game. We had so much fun playing that game, and we went through the whole game. If you get Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, you get um, the regular Shovel Knight. Then you get the DLC, which includes Plague Knight and Specter Knight. And I believe that King Knight is now out, but I'm not sure. Uh, it might not be out yet. Uh, and that's a lot of content right there. And you can play it solo or you can play it together. And it is really a fun, fun game to play together. And it's even on sale right now. I don't know how long it's on sale for, but it's on sale. We were talking about the sale prices uh, last episode. And I'm a huge, huge fan of Shovel Knight. Uh, Mango Tree 93 in chat says King Knight is out in early 2018. So you get Shovel Knight now and you'll get Mango, um, you'll get Mango, Mango Knight. You'll get Mango Knight. No, you'll get King Knight next year, uh, as bonus DLC. And up until now, I believe that they've given out all of the DLC for free to people who have already bought it. Um, Link 31254 says, do you still need the Amiibo for co-op? Uh, you do you never did. Um, I don't have the Amiibo and my son and I played co-op and basically what happens is the, the Amiibo lets you almost like save your profile and import it into somebody else's game. 
Um, but what we would basically do is as we play, I would say, all right, buddy, what do you want? Do you want to get the new shovel or the new armor or the new magic stuff? And we would just make the decision together instead of each of us having our own powers. And it, it worked fine. Um, the Really, the, um, the amiibo, all it really does is let you have your own power. And it um, has a little uh, fairy that follows your character around and picks up loot. Or maybe it just looks... It like follows you. I don't know even know if it picks up loot, um, but it's it's a really good game, and I I highly recommend it. So make sure that you check that game out. Not Scash in chat says Mario Odyssey's out now and it's co-op. That's true, but uh, his wife uh, or girlfriend, I'm looking, yeah, wife. His wife said that that she likes side scrollers, doesn't like 3D games, so she probably wouldn't want to play Mario. All right, uh, so thank you again for uh, reaching out to me, uh, ASAP Pod Carding. I appreciate it. There's other ways that you can also reach out. You can join our Discord, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. We have conversations there all the time, not just about Nintendo, about gaming in general, and you know, just sometimes movies and stuff like that. So make sure that you join the Discord. It's free and it's easy, and you get to join a community of really awesome people. Uh, and lastly, if you want to call and leave a voicemail message, you can call and leave that at 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. I have gone on a really long amount of time uh, at this very beginning on episode 100. Uh, I'm very excited to have made it this far. And this, I'm gonna, I think maybe we should just call it now, and that'll be the last episode. What do you think? No, probably not. I'm going to keep going because I'm having a lot of fun doing this podcast. And uh, let's jump into the news now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I couldn't have planned this better if I tried, but episode 100 is coming out on Mario Odyssey Eve. Tomorrow, Mario Odyssey comes out, and I am so excited for that game. And the results are in. Uh, this morning, the uh, reviews are now un no longer embargoed, and people can talk about the game. Now, just so you know, I'm a tiny little podcaster. I don't get preview copies from of Nintendo games as much as I would love to. That doesn't happen for me. So I haven't played it yet. Uh, I'll be lucky if it shows up on time for my stream tomorrow. We'll talk about that in a second. Well, currently, Mario Odyssey is sitting pretty at... 97% on Metacritic. Whenever I talk about Metacritic, I always feel like I need to make sure that I qualify what I, whenever I tell people what the score is for uh, Metacritic. And that is that Metacritic doesn't review games. Metacritic just takes what other people say and tries to slap a number on it. And some reviewers, like myself, not that my reviews are ever in Metacritic's database, but some reviewers, like myself, don't give numbered scores. So what should you, always, what should you take away from looking at a Metacritic score of a game? You should really only look at if the number's really high or if the number's really low. Because the difference between a 74 and a 78 on Metacritic is, who knows? You know, that's Metacritic looking at somebody's unnumbered review and saying whether or not it's a, a, a 6, 7, or 8. You know what I mean? Because of that, you know, always take the score for Metacritic with a grain of salt. Why am I reporting on it then? Well, because 97 is a really high score, and it's exciting 
you know, it's always exciting when a game that you want to be awesome. And I think we all look at Mario Odyssey and we say, God, this game needs to be great. And a lot of people are very, very happy with it. So looking at the scores, all right, Atomics gives it 100. I've never heard of them. Uh, Gameblog.fr, 100. Edge Magazine, 100. Game Revolution, 100. EveryEye.it, I've never heard of some of these, 97. Game Pro Germany gave it a 95. Playzine gave it a 75. And now I'm looking at the rest of these. Uh, let's see, what else? 75 is kind of low. Wow, oh my gosh. Okay, so I wasn't seeing all of the hundreds. There's got to be 40 100 scores on for this game. That is insanity. The game is getting really, really good results. And I'm very, very excited for it. Now, will I get a review done? <laughs> well, it's a huge game, and I don't get it early. So I'm sure eventually... I'll be able to to talk about what I think of the game, and I'll definitely talk about it on here. But will I give the game a, a full-on review? I don't think that I will. I don't think that I'll spend the time on that. And the reason why is because you're listening to a Nintendo Switch podcast. Probably the people who would um, listen to this, by the time I get around to giving a review people will have already made up their mind on whether or not they're going to get Odyssey. And most people are probably already going to have it. So me doing a review isn't really uh, going to be that big of a deal. Uh, Daz in chat says, Odyssey is currently the best reviewed game in 2017. Is it better than, is it better reviewed than um, Zelda? I'm just curious. Uh, He also says that Switch's library is ridiculous. And that is absolutely true. I don't think I've ever had a console with so many extremely high quality titles. In this year, in 2017, Nintendo brought out two, well, four massive games. And number one on Metacritic is, or, or maybe not on Metacritic, but number one as far as the best reviewed game is Mario. Number two is Zelda. That's crazy. That's really crazy. And in a year where we had Zelda, I thought to myself, there's no... I remember I was talking on a podcast. I was talking with Zap, who's a good friend of mine. He said, well, is Zelda going to be your game of the year? And I, I said, well, I don't know. I mean, it's a really great game and I love it. And right now it's the best game that I've ever played hands down. But we have Mario coming at the end of the year and who knows what that's going to be like. And he said, nah, I've heard you talk about Zelda. It's going to be your favorite game of the year. And I was pretty much convinced that he was right. With everybody talking about Mario Odyssey the way that they are, I don't know what's in store for how I'm... like. I can't imagine that it's going to be better than Zelda, but at the same time, everybody seems to be telling me that it is. I talked... I was, so, what was it? It was Tuesday night. I was on the... No, that's the wrong podcast. I was on... Um, Nintendo Powercast, which is uh, hosted by N64 Josh. And it was me, uh, one of the guys from Nintendo Dads, uh, one of the guys from Nintendo Pulse. We had one of the people from Hello Nintendo, So, and then N64 Josh and myself. And we talked about 3D Mario games, like the history of them, and, and it was really fun. And um, I'm going to be out of town on Saturday, so I'm going to put that episode in Saturday's spot because I, I'm going to be out of town for work and I don't know that I'll have time to record anything. 
especially because I'm streaming Mario tomorrow. There's that. So I'm going to put it in on Saturday's episode. So it's it's a long episode, but make sure that you check it out because we had a lot of fun recording it. At the end of the show, we we mentioned Mario Odyssey, and we were all just so excited for the game. And I said to them, I said, I'm going to have to make a choice between which one of these two games gets game of the year. And there's going to be, I mean, and who cares what game of the year is? I know, but it's a fun thing to do. It's a fun thing for me to sit down and say, hey, this is my favorite game that came out this year. That's a fun thing to do. And and now I have to do it. And usually it's a pretty easy decision. Like last year, it was Overwatch. Both Zap and I, we talked about all the games that had come out that year. And we both picked Overwatch as our favorite game that had come out in that year. And now this year... We've got these two games from Nintendo, and they're so good. At least, by all accounts, this, the Mario game is going to be so good. It's going to be just about impossible to pick. So here's what I want you guys to do. Don't do it yet, but wait until after you've played Mario Odyssey, and I want you to write in. I want you to write in at runjumpstomp at gmail.com, and I want you to tell me which game do you think is better, Breath of the Wild or Mario uh, Odyssey. Now... Anybody that emails me like before they've played it, um, you know, I'm probably going to ignore that. But I'm curious as to what people think. I really am curious. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? Instead of instead of emailing me about it, it'll be much easier. I'm going to make a poll and I'm going to post the poll uh, on my website, uh, which is runjumpstomp.com, and you guys can vote. And I'm not going to post the poll until next Friday. I want everybody to have time to play the game. So next Friday, I'm going to post the poll. Which game do you like better? Um, audio, audio, <laughs> Mario Odyssey or Breath of the Wild? And I'm just curious as to what the audience thinks. All right. So we've talked about Mario Odyssey for almost 10 minutes now. I'm that That just shows you how excited I am. And uh, let's move on to uh, a good way to save you some money. <laughs> well, I had planned on talking about how Overstock.com has the Pro Controller on sale for 60 bucks, but it's sold out. But I still want to talk about the Pro Controller just a little bit. And the reason I bring it up is because Mario Odyssey is a game that where Nintendo is very heavily focusing on the split Joy-Cons where you hold one in each hand and you don't use the grip. While that might be a good way to play, I haven't tried it. I've not been to a Best Buy that has it in uh, where you can try out the game. Um, but I really prefer to play games with the Pro Controller. I just wanted to talk about the, the that sounds dumb, the pros and cons of the Pro Controller. Uh, the Pro Controller is super comfortable. I really like it for long gaming sessions because the the buttons, the face buttons on, on it are really big and flat. And um, on the Joy-Cons, the buttons are a little smaller. And so when I push the buttons or if I hold them down for a long period of time, like I get like the little indent in my thumb and that doesn't happen on the Pro Controller. The bad thing that I don't like or the bad, the thing that I don't like about the Pro Controller is the HD rumble. This is a really cool feature of the Switch, uh, but the HD rumble just is so muted on the Pro Controller because it's such a larger controller that you just don't get the same, you don't feel like you're getting the same effect as you do with the Joy-Cons. The Joy-Cons, they have such fantastic HD rumble. You know, playing games like 
Blaster Master Zero or waters going across the screen and you'll feel it in one Joy-Con and then it'll slowly move to the other Joy-Con. A lot of people say that they like the Pro Controller because of the D-pad. I think the D-pad on the Pro Controller is okay. I actually prefer the D-pad on the Joy-Cons, which I know a lot of people are like, are you out of your mind? But I do. I feel like I can play with those just fine. Then again, I'm not playing you know, Mortal Kombat on that, or I'm not playing Street Fighter 2 on that. Although I do have Street Fighter 2, I never play that game. Um, I had a lot of fun with it for about a week, and then I think ARMS came out, and I got totally distracted and decided to play ARMS instead, because I like ARMS better. I really do. Um, anyway, th- there there are pros and cons to the Pro, pro Controller and the Joy-Cons, and it sucks that that sold out because 60 bucks is a good deal for it. A lot of people don't like the price of the Pro Controller and having it be on sale is good. So I recommend that you guys check out Now in Stock and I'll bet you that you can find a way on there to set up alerts so that when it goes on sale, you can be alerted because I recommend you pick one up. It's really good and you know it allows me to have two sets of controllers so when we play... Uh, when we play games, yes. Aerosleya noticed that I said pros and cons talking about the Pro, Pro Controller and the Joy-Cons. I did that on purpose. I'm trying to be clever here. All right, let's talk about Reggie fils <laughs> Reggie fils is the president of Nintendo of America. He was recently interviewed, and in his interview, he talks about Nintendo's hardware issues. And Nintendo does have hardware issues, uh, the 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 issue that that um, I'm talking about is that they never seem to be able to keep things in stock, and this happens so often with Nintendo that a lot of times people say that they do it on purpose in order to drive up demand. They purposely put out low stock numbers in order to make sure that people buy them as fast as possible because people are afraid that they won't be able to get them. Well, when when they were asked when he was asked about this. Um, he said that whenever we launch a system, we place a very we place very high expectations on ourselves. I wish we could I wish we would have more hardware. Our inability to meet demand is not something that is satisfying in any way, shape or form, and we're working hard to satisfy as much demand as possible. Uh they've made changes to their supply chain in order to improve the situation. Uh, he says that we're likely to hear more on the subject next week when Nintendo results. When, when I'm sorry, when 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 Nintendo uh, announces its financial results, which I'm going to be very interested to see how many they sold. Um, he said, "I expect that our chief executive, Mr. Kimishima, will comment on this." Uh, he went on to say, "We know uh, that there are many consumers who want that system." Uh, talking about the NES Classic, because they were now he was asked about the NES Classic. Uh, and he said, we know where that where are many consumers who want that system and have not been able to purchase it. Uh, certainly, we're not happy to see reseller prices on the system. And so bringing it back and bringing it back in significant numbers is something that's important to us. So for those of you that have forgotten, uh, the NES Classic uh, was sold last year, right around this time. And it sold out incredibly fast. I was very lucky. I was able to get two. One I got for myself. I got the other one for my brother-in-law and gave it to him for Christmas. And um, we were really happy. But then the thing was selling online for hundreds of dollars. And this is a $60 purchase in store. 
it's pretty crazy markup. And that's because just scalpers were out there buying them as fast as they could and, you know, using bots to buy them online and then turning around and selling them on eBay. Now, part of that is definitely Nintendo's fault. Um, they announced the system and people went bananas for it. And they should have anticipated that demand would be really high. And they should have continued production instead of doing the production and then cutting it off and moving on. Some might say that they cut it off and moved on so that they could work on the Super Nintendo Classic, which, outside of pre-orders, has had a much more smooth launch. Well, Nintendo has told us earlier this year that they're going to be bringing the NES Classic back and they're going to be restocking, uh, which is fantastic because... Last year, they said, well, actually, we're all done. We're not going to make any more. When we sell out of stock next year, we're done with the NES Classic. People balked at that, were very unhappy, uh, and it seems like we changed Nintendo's mind. So they're making more NES Classics, and I think it's good, and I like that he said that they're bringing it back in significant numbers. Are you going to have to stand outside and uh, try and pick one up? I don't know. I hope not. I hope that... This is a system, and I've said it before on the show, and I've said it on other shows, and I've said it a million times. The NES Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic should both be items that are just in every Walgreens uh, gas station, you know, on the end cap at, at Walmart. They should have stacks and stacks of them everywhere because, get this, and this is pretty crazy, and I probably should have put the link that I read this in the show notes, but... The SNES Classic outsold the Switch, the PS4, and the Xbox One. The Super Nintendo Classic outsold all of those. Now, to be fair, the Super Nintendo Classic is a high-demand item that is also only $80, whereas all of those other items are very expensive items. $300 for the Switch. I don't know how much the PS4 and Xbox One cost off the top of my head. And then the and the PS4 and Xbox One are a year old. There's a good reason for it to outsell those things. But on the on the other hand, to outsell those is pretty significant. And I think that shows that Nintendo's got their supply chain in order. Mangotree93 in chat says, Seems like stock has finally caught up in the last month, though. Probably in time for the holidays. And I, I think so, too. Um, they're getting restocks. And we're going to talk about the restocks of the Super Nintendo Classic in the lightning round, uh, let's talk about something on your phone. My puppet body is ready. Well, 11 o'clock p.m. on Tuesday, Animal Crossing had their Nintendo Direct on Nintendo's mobile YouTube page. And Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is what they announced. Now, last episode, I said there were a couple ways that this could go. Either they could sell the game outright like they do with Super Mario Run, which is not what happened. I said that they could make this game a gotcha game, which would be terrible, and that's not what happened. And I said what I really wanted to happen is for the game to be a free game. Well, I would really prefer that I just buy the game and have everything, uh, but I didn't think that that was going to happen. And I said what I would prefer if the game's going to be a free game is that basically the way that it works is you... um, can speed things up. So let's say that you build a park for your um, town, for for your village, then it takes a certain amount of time. But if you want to make that happen a little bit faster, you can throw money at them, uh, either money that you earn in the game or money that you 
earn at your job, like your real life job, real actual cash money. Okay. And that's the thing that actually happened. And looking at what happened with Animal or what they announced with Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, I think that this is a game that I can play. I think it looks like a lot of fun. And I am really looking forward to it. I played a lot of New Leaf on my 3DS. My son played New Leaf on his 3DS. My wife played New Leaf. And we would have fun playing together. Now, there are some downsides here. It seems like it might have its own friend code. and I don't understand why Nintendo does that. They have this new account system where we have friends. People that I'm friends with on Super Mario Run, I'm friends with on uh, my Switch. And I'm not sure why Animal Crossing is getting its own friend code or I'm not sure if it is linking into that friend system that we already have. But it was really odd that they pointed that out. For those of you that don't know, the game is already out in Australia. You can make an Australian iTunes account uh, or you can get the APK downloaded from somebody and uh, play the game. But it's supposed to be out sometime in November. My guess is probably very beginning of November. Uh, if it's already out in Australia, that, that'd be a long time to have a soft launch like that. Um, but I'm excited for Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. What I'm not excited for is how Nintendo, outside of on their system, because the Switch's battery life is, I think it's fine. Uh, but outside of their system, the battery life for the, the, the apps that they make for iOS has been a disaster. I've never been happy with how the like games like Super Mario Run affect my battery because they just destroy the battery. It's like it just chews up the battery and spits it out and is like, can I have some more? Because that's not enough. And I'm worried what is going to happen with Animal Crossing on on iOS and Android because if it's chewing through people's batteries, people aren't going to play it. People will say, I don't have time. I, I can't carry around a charger all the time. I have to save my battery so that I can get on, so that I can get on uh, friend friend face and uh, Insta Snap. People need their phones for something other than games. Here's something that there's a, a light at the end of the tunnel: is this game is made in Unity, and Unity is supported by the Nintendo Switch. So, do we think? that we will get the exact same game on the Switch. I don't know how I would feel about that. I don't know if I would be happy or upset by that because from what we've seen, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp really feels almost like a full-fledged Animal Crossing game. It doesn't really feel like they've cut corners here. Now, I haven't played it, but just from the Nintendo Direct that they showed, it really feels like the full-fledged experience. And is Nintendo going to turn around and make a second full-fledged experienced Animal Crossing for the Switch? Or are they going to take what they already have and put it on the Switch because it uses that the Unity engine? I don't know. Um, part of me says that I would prefer that they make something separate that, that lets you interface with Animal Crossing uh, Pocket Camp. The one thing about Pocket Camp is you have a camper that is a mobile thing and you can drive to different places and maybe you could drive your Pocket Camper to uh, the Nintendo Switch and and um, do stuff there. Um, <laughs> Mangotree93 in chat says, time to buy a power brick for Animal Crossing. Uh, Aerosleah says, you can play Pocket Camp if you really care. 
they have an Anker uh, 2100. I have the same uh, battery charger. I have it for my Switch and my iPad and stuff like that so that when we go places, we can charge things back up. And that that is a really good charger, by the way. Uh, and it, it will actually charge your Switch while you're using it, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, Airsley says, you need an Australia account on your app store. Yeah, um, you need to have an Australian account in order to download the game now. I'm going to wait. I'm not in a rush to play it. I don't want to deal jump through the hoops. On the Switch, it's really easy to make accounts from other regions, but on iOS, it's not quite as easy. Uh, on Android, you can just download the APK from someplace, but you got to be careful because somebody might send you an APK that is actually not what it says it is. All right, that's it for news. Let's hit gameplay, then the lightning round. We'll hit the coming soon, and let's get out of here. Gameplay is going to be real short today. I've only played ARMS since uh, the last episode. My son and I sit down and play ARMS the last couple nights, and we've been having a lot of fun with it. One thing that I never noticed before that drives me crazy is we'll go into party mode, and we're, we're playing on the same Switch, even though he has one. We just... You know, we sit down at the TV and are playing on the same Switch. What drives me crazy is that we'll go into two-player mode, into party mode, and then sometimes it'll be just him playing against an enemy, and sometimes it'll be just me playing against an enemy. I would really prefer that we're always playing together. Or maybe they just put us into a separate pool of people. If you're playing two players, you only ever get to play against two other players. I think that that would be good. Um, it was just really irritating because, you know, we only had, I think I said, okay, we can, this is our last game and then you got to go to bed and it loaded up and it's like, okay, well you get to play bill. Uh, and then my son had to sit there and watch me play. You know, I gave in and said, oh, we'll, I'll, we'll do one more because of that. But that was really irritating. And I wish that Nintendo would, would change that because gameplay is so short. I'm not going to do a little, uh, interstitial between that and the lightning round, uh, the lightning round. Also short. There's not a lot of news because everybody's bracing for Mario coming tomorrow. Uh, but I mentioned earlier, Super Nintendo or NES Classic is going to be restocked later this year. Super Nintendo Classic is supposed to be in stock at Toys R Us tomorrow. This comes from The Verge. I talked about this already uh, last episode. Uh, so make sure that you, uh, if you've got a Toys R Us nearby and you haven't picked up one of these and you really want one, you know, maybe you have tomorrow off or maybe, <laughs> you're, oh man, you're starting to feel a little under the weather. Uh, so Toys R Us, make sure that you go stand in line out there and see if you can find one because that system is really good. All right, we're in coming soon. This is where I tell you what's coming out on today. On today? Today. There we go. That's how it's said. Uh, today, October 26th, uh, 3DS eShop is releasing Workle Worlds, which I don't know what that is. It's a 3DS game, so I'm ignoring it. Uh, I'm done with the 3DS. I'm moving on to the Switch. It's an all-Switch future. All-Switch all the time. Switchcraft. Uh, then on the Switch eShop, we've got a new uh, Neo Geo game. Well, not new, but a, another Neo Geo game, uh, Mutation Nation. Tomorrow, Lumo for the Switch comes out. And October 3rd, no, I'm just kidding, October 27th, you know what's coming out. Mario Odyssey is coming out uh, tomorrow along with the Mario Odyssey Nintendo Switch bundle. 
which is coming out. And then um, there, you've also got the Super Mario series, Mario Wedding, Princess Peach Wedding, and Bowser Wedding Amiibo all coming out tomorrow. And I can't believe Lumo is gutsy enough to come out on the same day as Mario Odyssey on the Switch. That's pretty crazy. And finally, October 30th, King Oddball is coming to the Switch eShop as well. Okay, let's wrap this up. I'm a number one. That is all the time that we have for today here on episode 100 of Switchcraft. If there is a story that I missed or a topic that you would like discussed, let me know. We've got another 100 episodes to go, I'm sure. We're going to keep going. I'm having so much fun doing this podcast, and it wouldn't be possible without the support from you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm so happy that people come and uh, listen to the show live. Uh, People review on iTunes. People email me and tweet at me. It really means a lot that I'm not just shouting into the the ether and nobody's talking back. It really does help. Uh, So there's all those ways that you can get a hold of me. Like I said earlier, you can tweet at me at RunJumpStomp. You can call 260-RUNJUMP. That's 260 Six eight no seven eight six fifty eight sixty seven. There we go seven eight six fifty eight sixty seven. I almost messed that up. Um, you can email me runjumpstomp at gmail dot com. You can join the Discord and have awesome conversations with fantastic people. Runjumpstomp dot com slash Discord. If you're looking for ways to support the show, you can do the same thing that other people have done today. You can show up at the live stream and throw bits at me. Uh, that's a Twitch thing. If you don't do Twitch, then you won't really know what that means. You can head on over to the Patreon at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp, and you can pledge for as little as a dollar there. You get the show notes early. I post some extra stuff on there, and I do a poorly drawn sketch every month uh, that is exclusive for patrons. You can check out my wife's Etsy shop at etsy.com slash shop slash run, jump, stomp. She makes really awesome nerdy fabric stuff. And she, she's got a few more things in the works, but we've been incredibly busy around here uh, recently. And she just hasn't had time to sit down and make anything new other than stuff that people order. Uh, so those are ways that you can support the show monetarily. If you want to support the show for free, you can use my Amazon affiliate link. Uh, make sure you check out the... Um, the, uh, audible ad that I was uh, talking about at the beginning. And there's another one that'll play, uh, at, at, at the end, uh, during Tom's music and, um, you know, links to all this stuff and more can be found at runjumpstomp.com slash support. I appreciate you guys. And this has been a fantastic, fun time recording 100 episodes of switchcraft for you. I'm out of here. Thanks again to Noteblock and Tom winter for the use of your music. And I'll see you guys on, well, actually, no, no. The the next episode will be on Saturday, but I'm not going to be recording an episode for Saturday because I'm just going to give you guys the episode of uh, uh, where where we call it the Voltron episode where we had five Nintendo podcasts come together to do one. Um, I would still do one if I could, but my I got to go out of town for work. So thank you guys, and I will see you next time. Make sure that you come by twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp Tomorrow on the 27th, 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern, and I'm going to be streaming Mario Odyssey as long as Amazon delivers the damn thing on time. Bye-bye. 
Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel, you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible and directly support the show. 